My best friends are video games and I like to read books And there are movies that I hate and for some I'm on the hook And though what I'm about to say might be inconsequential I just wanna let you know I have opinions and I don't know what to do with them I have opinions so I guess I'll share them with you instead Hello and welcome to I Have Opinions with me Malhar and I'm Assam where we talk about our opinions, some popular and some not so popular on pop culture phenomena and today we're going to talk about Look, up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Superman. Superman as a character has had a very rich history, he's existed for I think longer than most of our grandparents, oh, that got a little dark, but uh, uh, so I think there's a lot to talk about and instead of focusing on particular Superman uh stuff like movies or comic books or uh, video games for those who can't see me i very visibly and i know that doesn't work in a podcast shuddered because superman games have been historically bad uh but yeah i think superman is a character who has a lot of scope for us to talk about for us to uh, have an opinion on and uh yeah let's start off by i'm gonna ask you asam uh i think Let's, we're going to start off this episode on a very controversial leg. But what do you think of the Zack Snyder Superman and Henry Cavill's portrayal of him? Yuck. This... <laughs> Dear Lord. Okay, that's a strong opinion. No, uh, to be honest, Henry Cavill has like the physique. It has some potential charisma to pull off Superman. And to be honest, there are a lot of been good actors casted as Superman. Okay. But okay. honestly, he's just been handed a poorly written character. And especially with Man of Steel, uh, I cannot, it, it's not a great movie, to be honest. But also just Superman there is so unlikable. And uh, that's, okay. I don't think he's a likable character there at all. I mean. But why? I I mean, okay, I think they have not, I don't think the movie does a good job fleshing out his character, 100%. I agree with you on that. But I also feel that... But that's the thing. Henry Cavill has done such a brilliant job embodying the character. Like, I... Okay, Superman is an allegory for American exceptionalism, and I'm not going to deny that. But, you know, he also portrays that whole Americanness that we look to for in Superman. So beautiful. That's the thing. I strongly disagree with what Superman is. Superman is not an allegory of America anymore. It may have it's it's never been an allegory of America. It's been the allegory of an outsider stepping in with untapped potential. That's what Superman has been. But isn't that what America is? America is made up of okay, to quote Hamilton. America is no longer the underdog. And America is no okay, longer fair. the uh, the odd one out. Uh, okay, not anymore. Has like a not anymore. It's no longer that. It's mainstream. It is completely, uh, what do you say? It's no longer what it stood for, to be very honest. And the ideas that they have captured uh, no longer hold, no, long, no longer uh, translate to them anymore. It's no longer American. It can be adopted by any other person but America right now. That's what I see it as. And 
in recent publications of Superman, you can strongly see that sentiment being playing out. Where Superman no longer sees himself as an American figure. Mm-hmm. And uh, okay, I think, I think Trump might have had a lot to do with that. The comic no, book no, industry beyond that also. has been. It's actually, okay. I think, I think it was, I think it was during Bush or Obama's administration when uh-huh, this particular uh-huh. issue came out, and it was, I think, on drone strikes. Or something on yeah, the lines of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that when Superman in a particular issue says, you know what, you know that whole idea of me being American, scratch that. I do not. He basically revoked his citizenship as an American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was like, that was a big deal in the Bush era, and a lot of Republicans had issues and with it. I remember that makes sense because Superman is a is a is a figure, which is why I'm honestly I, I'm I'm guessing, but like uh, from the topic, what Superman is and what Superman portrayed in Zack Snyder's movies is just it's not it doesn't live up to that it doesn't you, mm-hmm. you say mm-hmm. Henry Cavill did but I'm I will honestly ask you like what exactly did he do he just put on a suit yeah flew around snapped a neck and that's about it I mean think of the dialogues yeah. what okay. is any, anything that, any dialogue that he say that really captured you to what Superman is fine there was no that was bad direction and definitely bad writing. No denying that. Absolutely no denying that the Man of Steel is bad. I mean, okay, I still like the movie. I have a very ambiguous, grey, love-hate relationship with the movie. But there is this beauty in Superman as a character. There is this humanity that is so difficult to show in any actor, any thespian. And I use that word liberally, I would say. Who can, who can show that niceness in a super in a superman uh, in while embodying superman i think is a good actor and everyone who has done it till now i think has done a good job i mean christopher nobody beats christopher reeve 100% i think he was brilliant in that role but do you really think someone like a ben affleck or someone like a mark Wahlberg or someone like uh, even a uh, chris evans would not be able to show that dignified, quiet, humanitarian strength that I think the other Superman actors have done so far. I feel like if you've ever seen the show Smallville, uh, which mm-hmm. you should have a long time ago, like yeah, before, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, before the Arrowverse, before Flash, whatever that was, there was the show called uh, Smallville. And that was really done as a, well, a well-rounded superhero uh, like uh, depiction character, characterization of Superman. Superman in his heyday, when like, I mean, not heyday, I mean, like in before his prime. Just before his heyday, yeah. Yeah, just before his heyday. And he's like trying to figure out where he's coming from, what his abilities are. And that captured a lot of, that was actually a good show in the sense of like yeah, capturing yeah. Superman, Superman's humanity, that silent humanity you're talking about, that was captured well there. Superman's humanity is never captured in any of these. Especially with the new Zack Snyder movies, definitely not. Christopher oh, Reeve, yeah. no. to a certain extent, you can see it. It's just, it's old and it's just like outdated. So people won't it's appreciate goofy, it. It's goofy to a large extent. Yeah. yeah. But see, I feel, I mean, like, uh, what I have an opinion on is basically the question I have for you. And hmm. uh, if you're okay, I'll throw my question at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. See, so for me, I feel Superman has been done dirty for a very long time. Uh, okay. And I would like to know, uh, do you think he's been done dirty? And if yes, how so? Oh, absolutely. I think, I think the, first of all, and most importantly, I want to get this out there. There is 
a very toxic culture of masculinity that plagues our superhero movie i think this 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 in innate belief that we have in our this things that com, com, comic book heroes comic book all masculine characters apart from being super muscular and super strong and silent also have to have this dark back story like you know in the man of steel for example uh his his big point of conflict is when he has to kill zord and obviously zord being the uh, last of his species left it's it's supposed to be a big problem for him but i feel like that is such a terrible jumping off point because before all of that superman is a superman is basically a pet owner all right this is the this is the weirdest analogy i'm going to give but the fact is superman is a pet owner he is so much stronger and so much more powerful than all of us that to him there is not even a question of whether to hurt us you know this idea that superman is a threat to us and that's why we have to take it as an the, the whole line in batman versus superman that if there's even a 1% chance that he is a threat we have to take it as an absolute certainty i hate that idea because he's just so freaking powerful that if he really wanted to kill us he would have done it already there is the the fact that he hasn't done it already means that there is something good about him and i think that good for, about him stems from the idea that he's so, so, he's just so powerful as a character that he we are we are his pets he 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 feels a, an a, an affectionate feeling towards us and that's what stops him from trying to kill us and this was really well done in a lot of superman movies i i do not the very idea of superman seeing as pets is a way i do not agree with <laughs> which, which i am completely against and if the movies have done that and i feel this is 100% they have done it and superman has been done dirty I, they, he hasn't they don't do that enough i feel like he should be treated as a pet owner he should see us no, like no, small little puppies he, to take care of this is this is exactly why <laughs> i am so annoyed with people whenever they talk about superman and how they portray him or how they put up this power dynamic of sorts honestly at the end of the day superman is not about the power it's never been much about the power because you got to keep in mind superman is by far one of the most an original superhero archetypes no but that's the whole point bear with me he is most unoriginal because he has basically everything what other superheroes would have and yeah. there is nothing yeah. else okay. beyond that okay superhero strength to be a flight and invulnerability all that stuff that's a very basic superhero package uh but what defines him and makes him unique and that has been translated over the years through like comic books or through other storylines is his humanity at the end of it or how his his alienity versus humanity the there's two things conflicting about him also makes him stand apart in every sense okay. mm-hmm. and people just do not understand it you know why does it always have to be a conflict why can't superman's biggest challenge be that he has to save a ton of people why does it always have to become a deep seeded dark conflict like oh do i save my humanity or do i save my kryptonity sorry it's not that? a it's not a if or else it's so if you ever t- look at superhero story like superman's storylines especially mm-hmm. if you see uh 
recent or like you know current popular publication is how superman has been portrayed in the moment in like comic books the injustice family uh no the no. injustice one no not okay. the injustice one like that's that's one in, that's one tangent people like to go like oh what if superman was bad what if he used all his powers for evil oh my god i can't do that but like what what they really try to tackle is the fact that you have an outsider coming into your space your little area or space or bubble and uh, okay. you raise him with certain amount of values or morals and basically you teach them what is morally what is good what is bad and then okay. you turn the this particular outsider is far vastly superior than beyond your expectations to the point that if this person said does show a amount of aggression you will lose regardless of that but this person lives on a very uh lives on a lives on a high moral ground like you know like a high, it has a strong moral yeah. compass to the point it it baffles people like you have all this power yet you don't use it mm. yet you because if you ever see superman superman is always in service of humanity he always comes across that way he's never yeah he's exactly. he never see like that's why you say the whole pet owner thing he never sees himself as i am the pet owner doing this he's rather he is an instrument to bring okay. about peace and whatever he's like i might have okay i might have i might not have phrased that well i'm not saying that he believes himself to be better than us is just but that that's what the other perspective has is. like they they always they, from an outsider perspective they always have that's what lex luthor's biggest thing is that he always feels that exactly. he's better exactly. than me whatever he does he's better than me no matter what and that's what lex luthor is yeah and that's so what lex luthor is what iron man would have been if captain america was basically all powerful and i use a marvel uh, analogy because unfortunately it is the more uh, famous canon of the ones available to us but yeah i think but but that's the thing i think the idea that he has to you know uh, my, my first of all yes i completely agree with you the what if superman goes evil storyline is done to death but more importantly i also feel like there is so much it's it's like a teacher you know superman can act as such a great teacher archetype and the fact that we never ever explore it explore him as a teacher explore him as a mentor uh, which is something that is done fairly well in all star superman which uh, i will talk about more uh, but, but that's the that's the in a way the beauty of what i feel like you know superman is never seen as a superior being yeah so he's superman but not superior because he never comes across superior plus he's constantly learning he's but we are aware that he is right? the thing is he's that's my he question. the thing is like as an outsider again we know that he has a number of super abilities but we still know that yes. he has the maturity and development of what his age is so as a teenager he's still going through that angsty teenage phase he just needs to be a little more careful mm. and more responsible now because he has so far so can rip apart a door instead of when he's trying to slam it when he's having a fight so he has to be extra cautious and be more mindful of his own action the way he had to be a mature being a lot earlier and because he knew they were from the get go yeah from the get go so he had to be a little careful to the point even similarly when he is working like with the, with like the daily planet or whatever it is he is never in a position of trying to abuse his power but like always trying to keep it under wraps yeah, and yeah. always not try to get a one up in his thing you know i mean like not one up but like he does get a one up in his journalism thing which is very shady on his part but to be fair that's also the fact that superman as as a character has always held on to his roots i mean yeah the whole 
country boy uh, factor is fine but the but the truth is that in the new spider-man comic books and spider-man for the listeners if spider-man did not exist superman would be my favorite comic book superhero but uh spider-man in the new spider-man comic books he sells his soul to the devil and he becomes super rich but on some level superman doesn't do that you know superman still stays in that grind wala job and he holds on to his 9 to 5 journalism or not 9 to 5 but whatever he holds on to the journalism job and he you know does the dirt because work. at the end he still he still like if you ever see he still just an average joe character like yes he has been raised with superpowers yeah. but he essentially is just a farm boy from smallville yeah, yeah, there's nothing more beyond exactly. that like city life is just equally intimidating for him in a way yeah. which a lot of things do not capture and that's what the outside him being an outsider makes him extremely uh what do you say uh likable you know to a lot of people yeah. because everyone mm. sees themselves as an outsider in their own world at at points and times in their life and so man is a person you can easily gravitate to because hmm. untapped potential but still trying to figure but, out who but, you are but the untapped potential is often defeated by the fact that you know he is just so powerful and has so many powers that it's impossible for him to not be you know no because then again the threats you he faces are the threats he faces are at a completely different level like if you see batman's rogue gallery yeah. they are designed to like like fall into the depths of uh insanity and how horrible humans and people can be yeah but in superman's uh rogue's gallery he's always dealing with uh a political aspect of it or yeah, an extraterrestrial absolutely. yeah uh extra aspect of it and the the villains he faces are quantifiably like much stronger than what batman would ever face like batman will never go against zod it's like he will get snapped up he can't then that's how it's going to be because you got to like measure up but there's apart from the superhero battles that go on there's a lot of like depth in what how superman deals in these certain situations he doesn't simply punch away the villain yeah and he tries to reason like with them it. which which would which is something that my uh, which is something one of my favorite superman stories is actually about uh, what's so funny about truth justice in the american way uh, i will not talk about again much about it here but you know that does bring me to the fact that we have to have the political angle or we have to have an extraterrestrial threat to make uh, superman interesting but do you think that a lot of writers and this is my question to you do you think that a lot of writers cop out and make superman a dark character or just use the what if superman was evil wala funda which which is again which is also used to a certain extent in superman red sun an alternate universe where superman lands in soviet russia and not in united states uh, do you think that the whole what if superman was evil or darkening superman's core characteristics is in is in in essence making him boring or is it necessary to make his stories interesting um i wouldn't say red sun was him going bad Uh, or going oh, absolutely again, no. again, completely agree with you but that's one of the it's a what if scenario a, it's a, a what if scenario there are a lot of what if scenarios played out in all these comics it's called like the elsewhere universe on comics yeah, where yeah, yeah. they have a basically another alternative uh, dimension where things are just like out of the blue completely uh 
implausible or not even like closely connected to like any stream of a multiverse yeah they just they just play around the story and idea and they pitch it and they work with it so with the red sun i would just like to like see how it goes like let me like like how to like uh explain it basically i won't call it an evil or gone bad story hmm. but rather it is again if you see superman there in that again he's a growing learning person like he steps into the communist agenda and he believes in it 100% but then he sees how the government itself corrupts and people people in power abuse the communist agenda and that's why the whole thing russia the us crumbles because in the end it was in this own inner circles corruptions and you know power dynamics playing out which wasn't really helpful for the country and he sees it in his own eyes and he tries to rectify it and he yeah. always tries to pursue an ideal which is extremely difficult to achieve and that's something that's very interesting and to the see the exact yeah. opposite of this would be superman in uh, bat the dark knight returns in which superman basically is just the american government's lackey and when they tell him to stop batman he just goes on a all out war path and it's, it's yeah, one of the best exactly. stories one of the best stories of both superman and batman I think when the best superman stories to a certain extent have come from when he's had to reconsider his values or when he's had to uh deal with uh an unshakable faith of his and it this faith has not never been about you know uh, I think too often that faith becomes something about Lois Lane dying or or is it Lois Lane something like that is it about Lois Lane dying or it's about you know superman batman coming for him or or having to kill batman because lex luthor has his mother captive or 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 it just becomes this, this is that's this that's just like one storyline yeah, yeah, but too but too often but too often his conflicts are boiled down to this very simplistic thing where he just has to do something bad but i think the best superman stories are happening when you know you have to reconsider a core faith but it's not a core faith that you have to reconsider in, in in a very urgent manner you know you have time to learn and to grow and to think about it a lot of super, good superman stories or good superhero stories generally i think have to be cerebral and you know the idea that a superhero can punch his, especially a superhero like superman can punch his way out of it i think that won't would never make sense yeah that's that's what like that's why i say like there is a lot of depth in certain other aspects like his conflicts are never straightforward um so like one of your favorite is the all-star yeah, superman yeah, yeah. and that i think captures superman very well the superman a good superman story and what i believe what superman is is how a person so powerful so incredibly like strong and yeah. like you know like beyond imagination deals with something human so humanity does yeah like absolutely. in that it was superman dealing with his own death oh at the end it was him facing uh an an, an impossible no like a, like a power, all powerful force coming in front of an immovable object who would win and that was a, that was part of the comic as well and that was something he had to face like come what may no matter what powers i had i am eventually going to die and it was eventually that's what happened he does he apparently gets powered by the sun he flies too close to the sun he gets cancer from there because he's like super charged up and like you know like that i'm just like 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 bare bones uh but yeah but but that's the thing but that, but that's the thing like his 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 eventual power leads to his demise and there's nothing he can do about it he can only uh reach out to people he's close to and uh, you know come to terms with his demise 
and that's how he goes ahead with it and that's something even we never see ourselves going through that and now you see that play out it's a very uh, strong hitting story because again if you see like teenagers and 20 somethings reading these we always find ourselves invincible nothing can touch us and so, uh, seeing coming back to my question and we have strayed far away from it but let's just keep it a yes or no answer do you think superman has to be dark to be interesting no dark is dark as in uh, the 80s wala dark the dark dark comic book era that was you know kicked off by watchmen and sandman that kind of dark i'm not talking about the uh, like the vertigo series yeah no yeah. i don't think uh, superman has to follow in that pathway uh, because he has interesting stories coming out regardless of that i mean it doesn't have to be all sunshines and rainbows yeah. but he can he can deal with mature concepts uh and it does not need to be patronizing or you know mm, condescending or you know in any form of way and it, it shouldn't be delusional or like you know away from reality you can be close to reality if it's even grim but you can paint a positive notion and or at least uphold it to the themes of what superman stands for compared to what batman does yeah i think i think that's very true and i think because batman is so inherently human while superman is not batman has to have uh, the darkness added to his stories you know because but superman because of the very nature of his being because of the fact that he a he's a crypto he's he's from krypton because of the fact that he has you know uh, i i think his very being doesn't require for us to darken him and but i do believe that a lot of writers and a lot of people unnecessarily assume that superman has to be dark he doesn't no it's an interesting it's an interesting angle to play i will not deny it anyone who has a what if scenario if they see a superman in a dark sense hmm. by all means go for it but just like keep in mind that again don't make him a static 2d bad guy exactly. you know like yeah, the old yeah. the old old timey white and black movies where the evil dastardly villain twirls his mustache and ties the lady on the railway tracks oh, don't yeah. make him that kind of bad that's what they you know you want to make him a darker figure or you want to explore an element of like cynicism with superman hmm. by all means go for it but i think you should take in uh, a page from what batman does in that in that scenario uh and how his stories are paid there's a lot of cynicism in batman stories but it's always done with a tinge of like you know optimism and like optimism i think well. i think like, those two characters are antithetical to each other and i feel like honestly as long as they in uh inhabit the same universe i don't mind superman being the very beacon of sunshine and hope while batman being the dark this thing because they are two separate individuals who are canceling each other out but when people try to you know add dark elements to superman or add goofy elements to batman they kind of are see at the end of the day i this is a theory that i have that i might get a lot of flack for but i think that human beings if not one dimensional definitely have core characteristics i am not an optimistic person and but that only goes to mean that when i i need other people or i need some other person whether my friend my mom especially my mom because she's a eternal optimist uh i need people like them 
to cancel out my cynicism but i don't feel like they should take away that cynicism or eat away at it so i feel like those and that's what makes superheroes so good because they inhabit a universe with other other characters they have actual capabilities to act like people and you know there are other people to cancel them out but if it was just only superman who inhabited the entire dc universe and he was the only three dimensional character and everybody else around him was a two dimensional character then yeah maybe he would have we would have had to add layers but i also feel like because uh, he is in a universe where there are other people he can kind of be optimistic and this thing all the time optimistic and happy all the time because there are batman like characters to cancel him out too move on to the two final questions uh, uh, uh about three final questions i would say let's talk about the first one this was your question but i'll ask it anyway what makes superman relevant and relatable from what i've been harping on from like from the get go him being an outsider mm-hmm. uh but also exhibiting the best of humanity yeah and that and the potential of being something great uh is something that is relatable to all so i want to like if i have to cite uh two comics i think uh one would be superman for all seasons yes. and the other one Brilliant. is superman smashes the clan now superman smashes the clan is by far one of the most recent ones i've read on superman uh-huh. and i think it beautifully captures superman his 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 whole creed and ethos his biggest dilemmas his fears and what he represents to the people outside okay. so simple plot is uh this is during the uh time when the kkk was prominent okay in back in america uh-huh. and uh, they don't name the kkk but they call it something else and uh, the particular clan is after uh is basically uh ostracizing and oppressing chinese folk okay. and uh, the author himself is chinese a chinese american okay uh asian american so his is basically capturing the trials and tribulations of asians during that time after uh the war and everything and how superman superman's biggest uh dilemma is that he realizes that a uh everyone's scared of alien movies back in the, those days aliens were considered horror hmm. uh aliens creepy horror movies where they come in ingest you or like you know abduct you and do experiments on you or like you know try to use you as breeding pods and whatnot okay and uh him he he realizing himself being an alien is always scared of a letting people know that he's alien mm-hmm. and two uh exploring the depths of his own nature and he subdues it he subconsciously subdues the whole thing so that explains a lot of things like how superman initially couldn't fly but used to jump from building to building yeah. but later on he starts flying it's because he subconsciously used to check himself because he doesn't come across as unordinary or uh outside the human uh yeah. scheme of things and yeah, operation yeah, yeah. and he always checked himself that way and it 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 leads it it's only with the conversations with this little chinese girl where he tries to accept himself for who he is and not tries to hide his identity hmm. and hmm. all and that's basically the whole message like don't hide your identity be who you are be proud of who you are where you come yeah and uh, also be accepting for all kinds of people there was a major message to it I, and i think that yeah. really captures the the essence of what superman was 
and uh, that's what makes it relevant especially now where people are scared to uh, either showcase who they are yeah. come out and uh, let people know where they stand be it in sexuality uh, their pronouns their uh, orientation anything it's just you know I mean like uh, even like preferences of food yeah. it gets to be extremely I am, political and people exactly are- i am so sorry but i like pineapple on pizza and i'm tired of hiding that all right this is who i am and mom and dad you need to accept me that i like pineapple on pizza this is it guys this is first time uh, this is an exclusive story breakthrough <laughs> we have malha kulkarni coming out that he loves pineapple on pizza now yeah exactly okay. this, is a, this i i, I love, I love you are yeah i love I'm, that <laughs> i absolutely love that that you know we are so because everybody just has to take this extreme stance and everything i think we're afraid of coming out and i think that's amazing and yeah i think i mean as long as your viewpoints and your personal beliefs are not harming anyone exactly, or not jeopardizing anyone's uh, personal rights hum- and own humanity i think you can believe in what you want to believe absolutely. but and that's that's i mean like especially accepting yourself that's a huge thing that's what superman smashes the clan really does well yeah and uh, if you ever read the back of the story also it really goes in depth about how the chinese when they moved into america what plights they had faced yeah. and what uh, oppressions and what prejudices were faced against them and how the americans initially they were hated but then they were uh, you know uh, glorified because of their services in the war and how yeah. people still see them as outsiders and how the very idea how the kkk works is that anyone who is unnatural or impure not really human or not really white is not really american yeah. all those things are considered disgusting and throughout the story everyone thinks oh man is human he's a man who can do great stuff when he comes out at his alien he is faced with a backlash but then there's also amount of joy and pride uh and like acceptance from a lot of people around him and yeah. especially from his own self and his own parents which is very very important for him so i think that's a that's a good story for and i think that's what makes it relevant relevant and uh, relatable yeah but coming back to why i think superman is relatable and relevant i think the entire uh story for me again boils down to all star superman i uh and i want to talk about all star superman because i recently read it and it's very very fresh in my mind and i just realized why i love that story so much and the three main characters in that book are superman lois lane and lastly actually lex luthor lex luthor one of the most interesting storylines in lex luthor is that you know uh lex luthor somehow gets hold of 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 a chemical that superman has created that lets anyone have superman's powers for one day uh, there's a beautiful first a second uh, issue of the series in which he gives it to Lo- lois lane and they spend her entire birthday being super people together or a super couple together and it's it's amazing and uh, but obviously lex luthor gets his hands on it and he goes on a, on this weird uh, gigantic uh, mayhem trip where he goes around killing people and but there's a beautiful line in which superman says that you know lex luthor you haven't saved the world because it has not mattered to you with all of your resources and all of the things that you can do the fact that you still haven't saved the world only goes to show that you've never wanted to save the world and i think that is what is so important in a world full 
filled with cynics and in a world where every day is just you know worse than the previous one and everything that's happening in india and uh, the rihanna thing i think there's just so much cynicism that the idea that you know superman cares and superman cares so deeply which is why i feel like you know uh, the superman should not fall into toxic masculinity traps and get into this weird cycle of rage and violence and you know dark conflicts i think his challenges being the fact that he has to save the world and fight an alien is interesting and can be well done you can put who you are as a reader into superman and it still makes sense because he's a simplistic character he's not a country uh, country bumpkin but he is simple and i think that's what makes him relatable the fact that he can take on the ideas that the reader wants to put into him and still hold on to his identity because the core truths of who he is still remain uh is is i think a wonderful character trait that superman has and i think the biggest credit for that goes to well mainly his creators definitely his creators who were jerry siegel and joe shuster uh, but also uh, to everybody who loves him enough to with you know hold on to that legacy and hold on to the idea that superman is amazing and he's brilliant and we love him and but we love him because he is a person that you know is simple and kind and nice and human even though his entire identity is based on the fact that he's not human and uh, and that he wears uh, underwear over his pants oh my god no i am not having a debate with you i am sorry he he does that because he was based on strong man characters from the 1930s all right that is a stupid thing and if i have to fight that one more time i will kill someone <laughs> and yes now that i've had that rant uh, i would like to go back to our uh what's your next question, question? what's your question? question the last one what is one superman story assam that you think everyone should read and become familiar with um i think uh, the one you were talking about uh, superman earth 2 earth. i think that's the one earth 1 okay yeah, i'm sorry earth. i might have messed up the names earth 1 or earth 2 or something like that earth 2 earth 2 is the one where they have reimagined the whole uh the 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 one you talked about where they reimagined and they gave like a first year perspective and mm-hmm, how he was mm-hmm. coming to become superman so that yeah. was earth 2 uh so yeah there is superman earth 2 and batman earth 2 a different origin story altogether and uh, yeah i would really recommend people to read that both volume 1 and volume 2 mm-hmm. uh superman smash the clan is my current fave right now so i would always recommend that yeah superman for all, superman for all seasons another great story which uh essentially was the blueprint for the smallville show oh, and okay. uh oh that's pretty cool yeah so basically they break down the book into four parts like uh spring autumn no uh yeah spring autumn winter summer oh. that's how the story is broken down and uh it's basically superman's even his cycle of like you know is is high and lows and how he overcomes them and it's a great story uh to read through because again that was like in from a first year perspective and how each characters basically everyone's characterized is an interesting note to see how it's done 
especially Lex Luthor in that book is top notch as a villain because again how do you how do you beat a guy who is uh, all powerful and all strong you know and nothing 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 kills him yeah so yeah break him and that's what Lex Luthor does oh, uh, yeah. effectively right. um, so yeah these are the three i would recommend okay i have two stories uh, obviously the one that i have been raving about this entire episode superman uh, or star superman read it it's an alternate universe story it's not part of the main continuity but i think that's what makes it so nice because in the main continuity when superman dies he always no all the books we recommended are one shots in a way yeah, so yeah. you don't have to know anything before and after yeah. you just read it and it's enjoyable exactly absolutely and uh, it's not part of the main characters this thing and i think the fact that superman has died in multiple storylines and always come back to life always it just irritates me because his death has never meant anything but in all star superman it does mean something and i feel like uh, that does him a lot of justice and to go against everything that i have been saying this entire episode the second book that i want to recommend to you or the second story that i want to recommend to you is superman action comics 775 what's so funny about truth justice and the american way um okay i feel terrible absolutely the worst talk. why 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 is it bad i think it's not bad it's amazing but you know like i said the superman doesn't have to go dark to be interesting well he goes dark in this one he definitely that, goes that, isn't dark. that the whole commentary on the whole thing you know yeah i, I mean think, that's the beauty yeah, of it yeah i think so it's it's a it's a movie there's also a movie called superman versus the elite there's also a comic book uh i would suggest the comic book but and so this was the very first superman story that i read it's about uh superman fighting this group called the elite who are super powered vigilantes and they basically have immense powers but they always go a step too far and they end up killing the villains in the in the most inhumane way uh and superman uh always is for no no we have to we have to reason with them we have and which is something i agree with we have to reason with them we have to hear the side of the story no matter how bad they are they are not beyond a point of redemption and he always tries to save everybody uh, which i feel like superman if superman can't do that no one can but at the end of the day the idea that you know uh, but to but they don't stop and so he goes all out and he gives them a t- taste of their own medicine spoiler alert sorry uh, and Superman goes dark yes but i also feel like it it proves a point that you know he doesn't have to go dark and also nostalgia i read this book when i was 9 years old i was far too young to read it but i read it anyway and i absolutely loved it and uh, i think everybody should absolutely 100% read the book and i mean on the point of superman going dark i mean this has been like a point of like a uh, discussion quite a bit um do you think like the show like the boys where you have uh, what what's that guy's name uh god damn it what's his name oh my god we're bad nerds i'm googling this i can't i can't recall it but like um mr captain something he is I'm not sure uh, the homelander oh homelander yeah okay yeah very american very americanish yeah. sounding name but yeah like <laughs> homelander as a as a superman gone bad figure like what's your take on that is it like done well do you feel it's done oh, it's, it's beautifully done but he's also part of a world 
where he fits in you know the boys works not because it's a one off superman who's gone bad the boys works because the entire universe is set in a very very analogous to the real world story and if if, if and except for maybe ue uh, the the audience surrogate every other character is just as much of a psychopath uh, as the homelander if not more and i feel like you know that's why it works because everybody is a bad guy even even the good guys are in some ways bad which is what the real world is but in the superman stories what ends up happening is everybody else holds on to their core characteristics while only superman goes bad and that makes no sense to me you know like why does only his character have to get corrupted why can't other characters also get corrupted which is my entire argument about why superman should not go bad this will have to be put in the middle of the episode somewhere hmm but i also like i mean like if a bad take like a, a bad scenario or a bad case of superman got bad would for me be the whole injustice story oh, so bad that is done by the it has been like it started up as a video game i guess yeah and then it's converted to a comic book series hmm. and uh, yeah it's just not a it's just not a fun take it's very uh, uh very flat yeah i would say exactly. you know exactly like i said uh, everybody else is good but only superman has gone corrupted and that makes no sense yeah and like he's so hell bent on a certain and it's just even batman being his antithesis in this matter gets very weird and uh, very uh yeah it just it just doesn't flow well exactly. you know yeah yeah absolutely. it doesn't uh, doesn't stick as a character superman being like in order for him to go bad either he must have been raised in a certain manner to like you know the whole nurture versus nature kind of thing yeah. where he's been raised uh but yeah that just doesn't work another great uh story like apart from superman which does great with the whole idea of superman going bad mm-hmm. is this comic book series and there's a new show on amazon also called invincible oh i i wanted to read that for a while yeah yeah that's that's a great one mm-hmm. where the whole it explores the idea of superman gone bad oh and uh, it does it very well and uh, i would highly recommend wait, it I coming on amazon story, as well I, like i thought that story was about a father and son wait wait spoilers no don't tell me i watched the cartoon no no spoilers it's just that it's a good it's a good take i'm just letting you know that ah, like you can watch okay. the show uh, it's called invincible it's, you can read the comics also it's yeah. all complete so uh, it has like i think 140 issues or something i'm not sure but like yeah ah, okay. 100 something cool cool i will check it out and audience please check it out too all of our recommendations will be shared uh, one way or the other uh, and we can do not condone piracy please buy the books and support the artists wherever you can but if you cannot you can get in touch with us and we will give you some method but we do not condone piracy and please buy the books please support the artists they have worked way too hard for this and they do not deserve their money to get stolen and on that note We say bye. Bye. Thank you so much to everyone who tuned in. You can follow us on social media for updates and some other fun things that we get up. On Twitter, we are at Kulkarni underscore Malhar and at Zamir thirty nine. And on Instagram, you can follow us at underscore Malhar Kulkarni underscore and at the Picture Book Enthusiast underscore between each word. You can find the links in the show notes. Bye, and we hope to see you again soon.
so I guess I'll share them with you instead.